snare. I have no snare in my headphones. There you go. Protested and demonstrated against picket signs for my wicked rhymes. Look at the times, sick is the mind of the motherfucking kid that's behind. All this commotion, emotions run deep as oceans exploding, tempers flaring from Paris, just blowing them off and keep going. It's time for the Life of an Average Joe podcast. Brandon Navera is back. I am here. You are here. Welcome to the show. Excited. <clears throat> Excited to be here. I've got a lot to talk about. This is kind of going to be. You know, I don't want to say like a follow-up to last week's episode because that's not the case. I felt like last week's episode was one of those episodes where you like peel back the layers, you know what I mean? You like pull a Shrek on the situation and peel back the layers and kind of look at some things that are going on. I think in a lot of people's lives, not just mine, and you really look at like men, you know, we look at the struggles that, that we face and continue to face and how we're treated and how we're supposed to be treated and how we're supposed to act and all those things. I think it was important. Um, so hopefully I don't know what's in my throat, man. Let me drink. But, uh, hopefully you guys listen to it. This week's episode is definitely an open concept, an open discussion, an open, like no format. Just things that I'm thinking about. And some of them are going to be rants, for sure. Absolutely. Some of them I'm going to get on my soapbox. I'm going to have a little TED Talk. And I'm just going to do what I got to do. <clears throat> Man, what the is going on with my throat? Um, and that's what we're going to do. Some others, just things, you know? Things that I just feel like talking about in this episode before we dive into next week's episode. Man, can you believe that freaking November is almost over? What is happening? (sighs) Anyway, um, dive into some stuff next week that I think will be cool. Some cool stories. Maybe I'll do my, uh, I've got a couple Thanksgiving stories we could talk about. Maybe maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll have a Thanksgiving episode. Not like, what are you thankful for? Although I think that's important, but, um, yeah, I think I'll do that. I'll talk about Thanksgiving. Um, I think I am doing that. Is that what's next week? Let me look. That is what's next week. Oh, yeah. Okay. So there you go. This week, though, you know, just just kind of been hanging out, kind of gearing up. There's so much on my plate right now. And actually, as this episode drops, I have a ton of crap uh, going on. Um, Last week, I took a a little bit of time for myself. Very little time. But I did take it. And it was nice. Um, Thursday, I... After work, went and saw the Marvels, uh, you know, the, the sequel to Captain Marvel, the latest MCU film. You guys know I'm a big comic book fan, big MCU guy. I would say a big DC guy, but let's be real. They, they really suck as of late. But yeah, I just love that stuff. Um, and I wasn't hyped for the Marvels. I didn't like Captain Marvel. I really didn't. I, I thought it was okay. You know, I thought they wasted some characters. I thought there were moments with like Nick Fury and Brie Larson that worked. Yeah, you know, it was okay. Um, I'm not a big Captain Marvel fan. 
and the comic books. And before any of you go, oh, it's because you don't like women characters. No, I just don't really care about her. Um, I think she's got some interesting storylines, but she's never appealed to me, you know? Um, I like Wonder Woman better than her. Or did. I don't know what Wonder Woman's doing now. You know, um, there's some other characters too, you know? Like I like Spider-Gwen better than her, you know? But I just never really was into it. So I, I, that is going to make me not into Captain Marvel. Now, what I liked about it in the first one was how they were going back, like back in time, like way back. And that was cool. I like in the Marvels that it's present day. Now, I got to be honest with you, still after watching it, I have to figure where it takes place. I can't tell if it takes place before Secret Invasion, after Secret Invasion, because Nick Fury's in space, and at the end of Secret Invasion, he wasn't in space. So I, I, need to, I need to look that up. But what I like about it that it, it, it's moving forward. It's not going backward. It's moving forward in the current MCU timeline. I also like that it pretty much happens directly after Miss Marvel, which I thought was a very good show for what it was. It wasn't my favorite. It wasn't necessarily like completely geared towards me. But I think Miss Marvel is awesome. I mean, just look at her and separate the character from the actress. She's phenomenal. Like she is so excited and such a fangirl. And she gives everything in every single scene of Miss Marvel. And she does the same thing in the Marvels. So I thought that was cool. Frankly, if you do not have Miss Marvel in the Marvels, it, I mean, besides the concept of the, sh- the movie, it doesn't work because she steals the show. I thought the villain was mediocre. I'm not here to do a whole review. I'm just talking. Um, you guys can watch my full review on TikTok. Um, a villain was mediocre. By the way, didn't know that that was Tom uh, Hildenstan. Why, why can't I remember? Loki's uh, fiance. So sorry, Tom, but she, she didn't do a great job. But she's, she's hot, so kudos. Um, yeah, it was cool. It, you know, like the movie, the Marvels was, and what I mean by that was it, it was cool. It was entertaining. It wasn't great. I've talked to two people on TikTok that I just don't understand that have flat out said this is their favorite Marvel film, that it beat Shang-Chi. You're not beating Shang-Chi. Stop it. Stop it. You're telling me that that you enjoyed the Marvels more than Civil War. Bruh. I don't even want to talk. I mean, really? Are we doing this? If you say you liked it better than the first one, you liked it better than Ant-Man, oh, okay. But you're telling me that out of all the Marvel movies, this is your favorite. I just, I didn't believe them, but they were really sitting there breaking it down and explaining why. And I'm like, all right. Cool. And that's great. Like, if you like it, it's not my favorite movie. It's not even top 10 or 15. Um, but it is, it, it's way better than I thought. It is entertaining. It does have some interesting post-credit scenes or mid-credit scenes. <clears throat> um, and I think they did a good job. It's still got some generic stuff to it. The villain's very generic. The dialogue is whatever. The chemistry that all three of the women have are phenomenal. And that look like they've been working together for years. And they look like they were having a good time, which is amazing. So I did that. I, I saw that at Flick's Brew House. Wasn't a packed theater. It was so dead. Um, 
And, you know, we can sit there and talk about, well, it's because of the Marvels. But I've gone to flicks on, on opening nights for other films that have done very well, and it's just been down. Um, movies in general are down. Let's be real, guys. I don't care. I mean, we can sit there and look at Barbie, and we can look at what Hoppenheimer did. Hoppenheimer. I keep thinking of the beer. Oppenheimer did. We can look at what Mario did. Uh, Across the Spider-Verse. Or, yeah, Across the Spider-Verse. We can look at that. And they did amazing. And those were bombs. Those were juggernauts. Like, bombs in a good way. Literally. Pun intended. Um, But if you look at other movies that have done well, like Guardians 3. Imagine if Guardians 3 had come out five years ago. They would have imagine if all those movies would have come out five years ago. They would have doubled their numbers, you know, or at least added another several million to that to that final result. It's just that movies have gone down, and a lot of that it's because of streaming, and a lot of that is because of budgets. I don't care what people say, and I think people are just tired of going to generic movie theaters that don't give you an experience. You know, you go into some of these movie theaters. some of the big boys and they've shrunk the seats down. They've shrunk the screens down. They've shrunk their selection of concessions and raised their prices on everything. And they've done that so that they can increase their prices on more comfortable seats and larger screens. And it's like, dude, it is 2023, almost 2024. Do you really think that we need to be increasing screen size with a ticket price? Like, come on. Um, Which is why I choose to go to places like Flix. Because they still care about the movie experience. They still care about the passion and they care about the delivery of their concessions. You can get gummy beers and a Coke and a thing of popcorn, sure. But you can also get so much others. And they got their own beer there that they make. And I just had a good West Coast beer when I watched the Marvels. And it, it, it was pretty good. Um, the service has always been great. The food's always been great. There's a couple things that they need to work on. Um, some of their seats are getting the leathers getting worn out and ripped. So they need to work on that. But the fact that they do these special events. Like I looked at their calendar for December for movies. And... You got Elf, you got Scrooge, you got <clears throat> Home Alone, and they're doing events. They're making special menus, they're having sing-alongs, they're making special beers. Like, that's the movie experience. It should be a treat to go to the movies. Other movie theaters are like McDonald's. They're on every corner, and you get the mediocre experience for overpriced crap. That's why I choose flicks. I just do. So, I did that, and then me and my buddy Jacob... Uh, we were going. To, we were going to go down to a brewery in Dallas, uh, Manhattan Project, but we, you know, things changed, and we just hung around Frisco on Saturday night. Um, hung out with my son Friday night, which was phenomenal. I, I didn't have to work. I had a great time with him, and uh, so it was those three days: Thursday night, Friday night, and even Saturday after work. Um, hung out, you know, and had a blast. I we went to this restaurant downtown. Crappy service. Good food. Good. Good old fashions. Uh, went to the new brewery that opened up, Three Empires. Had a couple beers there. Went back to my house, had a couple beers. It was just a good time overall. 
Uh, and I needed that. I needed that rest. Or, well, it wasn't much rest. I needed that relaxation. I think I went to bed super early Sunday night, like 9.30. But I needed that, like, relaxation. Going into the holiday season at work, going into all kinds of stuff that I have to deal with on the stress of holidays, finances and cleaning and food and what my son's got going on at school. Those three days were were nice, you know. Um, Today I'm off. Well, as I'm recording this, I'm off. But I'm not really off because clearly here I am recording an episode and I'm tired. I've had a headache and I got to buy some new coffee. I don't know what coffee I'm drinking right now, but it is not making me feel good. Meaning like I hate it. Um, I bought it on a whim. It was new. The description was great and super disappointed. The the minute I was grinding those beans, I could smell it. And I was like, this is going to be mediocre poop water. And it is. So bums me out. Um, but otherwise, that's it. That's kind of what I've been up to, and it's, it's been nice. But man, I got to tell you, what is going on? <laughs> like, what are we doing? And I mean that as a society. Like, I was watching this Joe Biden clip. And don't worry, for my people out there that don't want to hear political stuff, just listen. And I'm, I got more stuff I'm going to talk about. I'm watching this Joe Biden speech. And I normally don't because I don't care. Um, very rare do I watch any political speeches because they're, they're nonsense, unless it has something to do with something directly that is going on. But for some reason, I stumbled upon this one from like a couple, couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago, and he's talking or trying to, and he comes out there and says, for everybody in the world, everybody. I have something very important to tell you. And I need you all to listen up. I need everybody right now, no matter how you're watching this, no matter how you're hearing this, when you're hearing this, I need you to listen. It's very important to to my message to every single person in the United States and the world. Probably one of the first sentences that he said that without, you know, messing up. And then he kind of shrugs it off to the side, like kind of looks and kind of does this like weird little like, like old man grumble. And then it's like, never mind, forget it. And that, that was it. Like he never said it and he walked away. What are we doing? What are are we doing? Like you're the freaking president of the United States. Were you trying to make a joke? I mean, or are you just being an ass? Like, what are we doing here? What, what are we doing? Why are people on social media in the world fighting for this guy? Sitting here being like, well, Joe Biden, you know, he's done. I mean, I don't believe you. I think you're full of crap. I think anybody who sits there and supports Joe Biden and still sits there and says to this day that he's doing good and he's working on things and it's the Republicans that are stopping him, you're, done. you're unfriend me. Unfollow me. We are not on the same page. You have eaten the Joe Biden oatmeal. You've eaten the Joe Biden prune juice. You've drank the Joe Biden prune du- juice. You're taking your meds and you're in. Because there is no way that Mr. Magoo is believable as a president. And I don't care what side of the fence you're on. There ain't no way. You cannot get up there and be like, 
Never mind. You cannot fluff off stuff. Mind you, by the way, can we talk about something that everybody's forgotten about? Everybody. Everybody. Let me tell you one thing. By the way, it's still wreaking havoc on everything. On people's lives, on the economy, on the environment, everything. East Palestine, Ohio. Forgot about it. Frickin' train carrying toxic chemicals waste derails, explodes, goes into the ground. These people lost their homes. These people are suffering. Animals are dying. And they're like, oh, the water's fine. You, guy, we ran a test. The water's fine. Yeah, the water's fine. Because guess what? Those chemicals haven't soaked into the ground yet and gone into the underground water sources. It's in the air. Birds are dead. Fish. Yeah, it's fine. Completely forgot about it. Completely forgot about that town. People are having breathing problems. People are moving. People are, are things are popping up. It's going to be years before we realize what type of catastrophe this has caused. Ecological, economical. Joe Biden's over there going, oh, never mind. We traded East Palestine for Palestine. It blows my mind. Like, really? What are we doing? What are we doing? And can we talk about Hawaii too? Do we forget about that? I mean, they were only on fire how many months ago? People lost their homes. And you've got the leadership of Hawaii going, you know what we're going to do? We're going to reclaim that land and build a memorial. Bitch, how about you rebuild their homes? You can't just, the fires happened and then now you don't have any homes. We're going to take it and we're going to build a memorial. Uh, go figure out where you're going to live. What are we doing? That's not some foreign country. That's a state. That is ours. That's under, that's our flag. That's United States of America. And we're just like, piss off. Two people, East Palestine, piss off. Oh, got to go to Israel. And that's the other thing too. <laughs> Here we go, guys. This is it. This, I'm, we're talking current topics now in my open discussion. Then we're going to move on to something else. What are we doing as a society and, and humans and people? Like, we have Hamas who did something awful. Okay. That's, there's no question. I mean, and it was coming for a long time and there's, there's theories and, you know, things that people said that, 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 what that caught them off guard, blah, blah, blah. It's almost like a nine 11 situation. If you think about it for what caught us with our pants down, it almost like they caught them with their pants down. And we can get into all these theories, but I'm just saying, let's just look at it on paper. Now you've got Israel, who is unleashing a fury. Now we are only seeing what the media gives us, whether that be on TikTok or regular massive media, which is basically just produced to whatever story they feel like telling agenda driven so we are oh, we are not there none of us are on the ground none of us are there 
But you got to wonder where that ends. You know, we, not every Palestinian is sitting there a supporter of Hamas. Can we move Hamas out of, we need to end them, yes. But in that process, are we just wiping out an entire race of people? And mind you, this is not a pro-Palestinian speech. This is not an anti, like, I'm just saying. And is there a giant part of me that says, can we just pull out? Like, can we just not be involved with this? And I know why. I, I know why. There's a lot of reasons why, whether I agree with them or not. But it's so crazy to me because you are, we are lighting a fire right now. We are lighting a fuse that is going to come over and hit us on our homeland. It's coming, guys. And I'm not going to be one of these crazy guys on TikTok who's like, they're sneaking in through our borders and they're playing. Look, I'm not saying that's not happening. I'm just not going down that road. I'm just simply saying if you look at what's happening in the world, Russia, Ukraine, which now we're not even hearing about the Ukraine anymore. Of course, we accidentally gave them how many billions of dollars just accidentally? Like, how do we do that? Oh, oops, uh, we accidentally sent you the wrong amount. Could you give us back? Give me a break. If you look at what's going on there, China, Iran, all of these people, and you can look at separate conflicts, but they all support somebody. China is with Russia. China wants to invade Taiwan. It's going to happen. I believe it'll happen. If Joe Biden gets elected again, it'll happen. If another president gets elected, whoever that may be, it'll probably happen. But I firmly believe that if Joe Biden gets elected again, it's going to happen right away. I know that sounds crazy, but I believe that. Look, he's weak. Our government is weak now, and they've been weak for a long time. We are spread thin. Let's be real. Russia aligns with, with China. China aligns with Russia. Russia invades Ukraine. China invades Taiwan. The minute that China invades Taiwan, we have a massive problem on our hands. Not like we don't already. Israel, Gaza, everything that's going on over there, Iran. Iran's back in the conversation. The United States supports Ukraine, supports Israel. There's the alliance. There's the opposite side. It is, we are drawn in. It is coming. Something is coming. It's not going to be the war that you, that we used to have. It's not going to be these type of wars that you think, but something is coming. And that, what are we doing? What are we doing as a country? Meanwhile, we're too worried about who can piss in, in this bathroom and who can piss in that bathroom and what sports can this person play and what, what do we call them? And we got teachers saying my pronouns are zer. Shut up. Shut up. You can't just go out and declare stuff. I would like to be called Zod. From now on, I want to be referred to as General Zod or Negan. That's it. I go by Negan. 
And if you don't call me Negan, I'm offended. I'm filing it with HR. Zer. I'm not calling you that. What is your name? Is your name Tom? I'm calling you Tom. If you're my teacher and your name's Tom, you're Mr. Tom. I am Zer Tom. No, you're freaking not Zartan. You're Tom. That's it. I'm calling people by their names. I'm not going to take the time to sit there and learn 50 different pronouns for you. I'm not doing it. Because I'm 45 and I don't give a shit. That's why. I don't care. We can be friends and you can live your life and you can believe what you want to believe and, and claim whatever you want to claim and have this religion and believe that Santa doesn't come down the chimney, but instead a snail named Zukla comes down the chimney and shits out your Christmas presents. I don't really care. That's fine. Cool. I'm not mad at you for that, but I'm not going to follow it. Okay. And I'm not going to have you teach my kid that period. My kid will respect you. My kid will respect your opinion. My kid will not argue with you and he will be in your class, but he's not calling you sir. And he's not celebrating your snail holiday. It's just stupid. But, but meanwhile, the world around us is dealing with real issues. Dude, Iceland, oh my God. Iceland's about to be, like, pop off for real. Which makes me sad for a lot of reasons. I, I love Iceland. I'm fascinated by it. I love, um, I want to go there and, it, and all that. But, and I just want people to get hurt. But, of course, you're not seeing this really much on the media. There has been more seismic movement and earthquakes in Iceland in the past three days than in the past three years. And they have now evacuated several towns. And all these earthquakes and seismic activity are happening by these towns because Iceland's a big, giant volcano. I mean, if you think about it, it's a big, giant volcano. Now these towns are experiencing giant cracks. It's literally like the movies. Giant cracks in the middle of the road. They're rising up. Houses have suffered damage. And now smoke and steam is coming up. Now some of that you have to be careful because some of that is from the, the temperatures of the air and all that. But some of the other that is the, the magma. They thought the initial magma road or magma flow was going one way. It's really going another under these towns. And they have evacuated. They've even evacuated emergency-like services. And the nuclear energy plants are being run remotely. Iceland, any minute now. Any day now could pop off in some of the biggest volcanic activity that we have seen. And if you don't think that that's going to affect your precious climate and ozone and environment, it will. But if you don't think that's going to affect everything in the world, I mean, look, I don't, we pissed off Mother Nature, God, the universe, karma, everybody. And they are coming back with a vengeance. 2024 doesn't seem like it's going to be starting off very well. And I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just saying. I'm just watching. I mean, if you look at, we have an election coming up too, guys. Just thought I'd tell you that. 
We have an election coming up in 2024. And it's going to be interesting because in one end, you have President Trump marked the criminal. You have Joe Biden marked the pointless. Some ancillary people, but people are dropping like flies. And then essentially you have the third option, which is the couch. At home. Netflix. Hulu. Disney+. Plus. TikTok, because there's going to be people that when that, if it comes down to Biden and Trump, they don't even want to see that rematch again. You're going to have Democrats that, that don't want Trump, but they're not happy with Biden. You're going to have Republicans that don't want Trump, but they're not happy with Biden. It's not going to matter. And it's basically going to be like, okay, who just happens to actually win this time? And we could talk about corruption and all this and, and whatever, Personally, I don't think that Donald Trump will win if it comes down to him and Joe Biden. I don't. I could be wrong. It could have pissed off so many people that are going to vote for Trump just to get Biden. I I don't know. Uh, There could be corruption that stops that from happening. I don't know. I don't put anything past our government these days. Uh, If it's Joe Biden again, we're screwed. If it's Trump again, I don't know if we're screwed. Probably. But we are definitely going to get some things that aren't going to work out. And if you want to talk about like things that are going to fight, like you want to talk about Congress being even more of a dumpster fire, watch Trump get in office. (laughs) Just saying. I think some of these people will be more fearful of what fearful of what Trump will do as head of our military than, you know. One of the grumpy old men from the Muppets, although they might be better, but yeah. So, and I think you're going to get a bunch of people that are not going to vote, if you want me to be honest with you, which is always crazy. I mean, I understand that. I, I, I feel like my vote doesn't matter. I really do. I understand the theory behind it. I do. I'm not an idiot. I get how it works, whether I agree or disagree. I'm just saying. So, yeah, that's, I mean, 2024, starting off great. And I just read on the news, too. Oh, my God, this is depressing. All my beer drinkers out there, listen up. Due to the extreme heat and unpredictable weather, many of the hops that we enjoy in our beer have had really bad seasons. The flavor profiles have changed. The crops have changed. So now the hops have gone up. Beer prices are going to go up. And there's some hops that they are worried about actually potentially running out of um, because of the quality. A lot of the European hops. So, I mean, which, you know, gives it the, the great flavor profiles that we like. So that's exciting. You know, it's bad enough that we had all these wine issues with fires and, and, and all that and droughts and then we had too much rain and now you're affecting my beer. I mean, I, I don't think we can get much, much darker than that. About to be on the brink of World War III. All the streaming service prices have gone up. Groceries have gone up. Utilities have gone up. 
Volcanoes are erupting. Wine prices are through the roof and only going higher. And now my beer is affected. I can't even drink. We're going to be trading beer on the street. Be walking out, man, being like, yo, man, you got that new hazy? You got that? You got that new triple? Yo, man, I got a, uh, I got a seven-month-old double hazy over here. $29 a can. I mean, that's what we're going to be doing. Yo, you got that Goose Island? Got one bottle of Goose Island, $450. You know, I mean, like, I'm going to be, sl- I'm, you know what? I'm going to start saving my beer now so that when the apocalypse happens, I can drink and I can just start bartering with all the new gangs that are popping up and be like, look, I need passage through 4th Street. I got one Goose Island and one Pumpkinator. You can have it. Just let me, give me safe passage. And that's going to be the new system. Unbelievable. Unbelievable what's going on. Speaking of TikTok, oh my God, it never fails. I'm a big believer in like things that are out there that we can't explain. Meaning like on a simplistic level, things that are in the ocean, you know, we have not explored that. We know we, we discover new creatures. There are some creatures we just need to leave down there and leave alone, okay? I'm for that. Like, I know they're there. So it's not, it's not like hard for me to believe that there's something there that could be as big as a house. You know what I mean? I believe that there are things in the, the jungle and the Amazon and creatures we haven't discovered yet. It's obvious. I believe in Bigfoots and Sasquatch. I think there's a, a logical reason why many of us haven't seen them. You know, um, <clears throat> I do. I think that it could be very simple that the creatures adapt. I mean, we discover new creatures every day. They thought this one particular bird was extinct and they found it. So I, I think it's possible that if you survive by adapting. So I think like a Bigfoot, a Sasquatch would go to some of the remote places in the country some places that has, you know, weather that works for them. Whether that be, you know, thick woods, rough terrain, higher elevations, rain. Some creature like that would survive. And the only time that there might be, and I think, mo- I think a lot of these sightings are BS. I think that some of these people believe they saw something and some of them are just having fun. But I think every now and then you come across somebody who has seen something. So I do that. I believe in aliens, UFOs. I mean, obviously UFOs. I think if you don't believe in UFOs, that's crazy because all a UFO is is an unidentified flying object. It doesn't mean it's alien. It just means you don't know what it is. But I do believe in aliens to a degree. I don't necessarily think they look like what everybody thinks they look like. And I think an alien could be something simple as a microorganism that is alien to this earth that is living out on an asteroid somewhere. I mean, you know what I mean? That's an alien. So, um, Chupacabra was proven real. Vampires. I'm up in the air on that. I think there was a time and place on this world when people thought there were vampires. And I, we know that disease that makes people like trip out and like, 
drink blood. Yeah. So do I think that there was potentially demons on this world that could inhabit somebody to turn into a vampire? Maybe. I'm, I'm not ruling it out. I'm not. I believe in ghosts. But to a degree. But right now, man, and it's been happening for a while, but a lot on TikTok lately and other sources, other social media platforms, this talk of giants, <laughs> I just can't. I can't. Can't do it. This guy in Oregon is walking and he says he saw this piece of the mountain open and close like a door. And he thought he saw somebody inside. Allegedly, there's footage of the mountaintop opening. Or it's not like, oh, you know what I mean? And now everybody, I mean, all kinds of potheads and all kinds of TikTokers are going there. They're going, this is where the door is. If you look at it, look at the way it's positioned. It looks like a door. Man, and they're saying that, that there's giants that are, that are living in there, inside the mountain. Or that even some of the mountains are petrified giants. And I'll admit, there's some amazing structures out there of rocks that look like something. You've seen that rock that looked like the giant snake? I believe that that was an imprint of a giant snake. And it's got the scales on it. I believe that. Absolutely. Um, fossils going into rocks, things like that. Sure. Cool. It's not hard to believe that there's a giant snake. It's not even hard to believe that at one point there were giants. I mean, even if you go back biblically, they talk about people being big and all that. So I I believe that. I believe there were, you know, giants, just like we found those little pygmies running around recently. But to sit there and say that the giants are living in a mountain and the door just happened to open in broad daylight is insanity. And these people are like, no, look, this YouTuber went out there and ever since then, he's been followed. Yeah, probably because he's on private property or probably because he's climbing a mountain in the middle of the night. And then his video got taken down or he just took down the video to create hype. But it's so funny because they are literally breaking down the rock formations. Look, this one part, could be rain that has, you know, made this path running off the mountain. But what if it's not? What if this is something getting dragged up the mountain over and over and over again? So they're completely ignoring everything coming down. They are assuming that something got dragged up it. What? And on all these years, you've only seen this one door pop open. And if the door pop open, how come rocks didn't just fall? How come there's no debris? How come it, like, and now it's popping up everywhere. There's all these people that are exploring. If you look here, this is a pyramid in the Oregon mountains. You can tell by the trees that it kind of looks, and I love they're so confident. You can tell in the trees that it kind of looks like a pyramid. What? And it is, ever since I looked, unfortunately, ever since I looked at one video, now it's all over my TikTok. But this place in Oregon, and there's other parts too, people are looking for doors in mountains or 
saying that the mountain is actually a pyramid and underneath it are the bodies of giants or that the giants are alive. You're telling me that a giant opened the door and nobody's ever seen a giant. I mean, what do they live with? What, how do they live? Is there food? Are they raising cattle inside this hollow mountain? Or are they just these giants, which are giant, just crunched over like, okay, today I'm just going to sleep five hours in this position, and then I'll open the door, get some fresh air, grab a deer, snack on it, close it real quick. Nobody's ever seen them. Nobody. They don't get out at night and walk around. They're giants. They can literally trash the town. But these people are serious. It's like the flat earthers, guys. There's somebody doing construction outside, so I'm not going to have to move locations if you hear that. Um, I'm in my little studio here, but apparently I'm too close to the window. Yes, I am in my little studio. made a little studio in my house. Um, It's crazy, though. Like... These flat earthers believe that. I'm like, well, can't we just take a boat and run off the edge of the, the world? Well, if you look, this is called the Terminator line. The Terminator line. That's what they told us. These giant people, these people that absolutely believe 100% that giants are real, which is fine. I'm not saying they weren't. And it's interesting to me. I, I do like watching some of these videos and some of these TikTokers and, and things like that because I think it's insane. And it's just intriguing to think about. You know, you open up your mind and you start thinking like Game of Thrones and stuff like that. But they believe that not only are there petrified giants in the mountains, and that's how we got the mountains, which is just funny by itself, they actually believe that the giants may be living in these pyramids that they've created. And it's so funny because with AI and everything that we can do, we can make some very, very compelling videos. I mean, there's so many AI videos of Joe Rogan's show going out that nails Joe Rogan's voice. And it has him talking about like, recently in Antarctica, they discovered a serpent and it's totally fake. It's totally AI generated. It's complete BS. But man, it sounds like Joe Rogan. And it sounds like a topic that Joe Rogan would be into, but it's not him. It's really kind of scary. So when you see some of these videos of like mountains moving, they're like, oh, look, it shifted. And yeah, it did look like the mountain moved. It's, it's all generated or fake. You can't tell anymore. And I think it's funny because I almost think that in a sense, it's kind of going on with mainstream media. You can't tell anymore. You can't tell what's real or fake because the agenda is getting pushed in whatever direction it wants to get pushed in. I just sit there and I'm like, what are you doing? But yeah, check it out. Check out the giant videos. Here's a conversation that also I want to bring up. These are just all things. I told you, these are thoughts in my head. This is like the random cleaning out my closet of Brandon's brain today. I got a buddy of mine. Got divorced. Shocker. Right? I mean, we live in a world where marriage is... Roughly 50% ends in divorce. And I know that I make jokes about marriage, but I really want people just to stay married 
and just stay married. You know, it's kind of what we're supposed to do, right? Like get married, find the person you love, go through the life's challenges, but don't bail. You know, unless there's some abuser, a drug addict or whore, I guess. Um, but he got a divorce and he's got two kids. One of them is a little bit older. And I, I, you know what? I don't know if I've asked him about that. But anyway, um, the second one is young. And you know, unfortunately, the generic thought process. Part of that is because of society. Part of that is because of <clears throat> what us men have been beaten down to. Is that the woman is going to get what she wants and you'll just be lucky enough to be part of your kids' lives. Now, it has changed. It has gotten better. Um, The laws have shifted. So it's not just completely a thousand percent geared towards whatever the woman says goes because I think that's bullcrap and should never be that way. Um, I don't think it should be that way for anybody. But it has gotten better. You You get a good lawyer and whatever. And he did. He got a really good lawyer. His oldest bounces back and forth. You know, like she'll spend, because she's at that age where, like, you know, she's driving and, you know, she's a teenager. So she can, like, bounce. Spend some time with dad. Spend some time with her friends. Spend some time at mom's. Whatever. And it hasn't really been an issue. The youngest, though, who doesn't have a choice in the matter, he's been worried about, and I can relate. He wants to see, make sure that he had his time. And that was his big focus during this divorce. And of course, divorces go in all these stages, right? And they go for, we're going to focus on the kids. It's not about us, to you are trying to drive a stake through each other's heart, to you aren't talking. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it sucks. Sucks for everybody. Everybody involved, your friends, your family, it just sucks. So eventually you go through those stages. And he did. But in the end, she had, I don't, it's like split. You know, it's it's split custody or whatever it's called. But what's happening is because he wants to see his son or his daughter. He's got two daughters, not son. Um, he obviously makes more time and whatever, and, and that's fine. And, and I guess it's been going well. He doesn't really talk to his ex very much, but when it comes to the kids, it's been going okay. Um, <clears throat> but he's out here still paying child support. Okay, he's paying child support. I don't know the amount. I don't know if he told me. I don't know if I asked. But the but his daughter is spending like 90% of the time with him. Oh, I got to work. Can you, can you keep her? Oh, I got to work late. Can you keep her? Oh, I've got to do this. Can you keep her? And he's, for the most part, there's been times he's been like, I can't. I'm working a double, you know, and he can't do it. Because he wasn't scheduled to do it. He worked a double so that he could have the next two days off. You know what I mean? Like... And then there's times he's just kind of navigated through it. But he's like, here I am 
And it's fine because when it's your parent, it's your kid, you don't look at, well, I should only have to pay for this. I think when you start doing that, I think some divorced dads and divorced moms and whatever, when you start doing that and you're like, well, I bought this and I bought that, it's your kid, okay? It doesn't matter who spent what. The only time it should piss you off is when you pay child support and you're like, wait a minute, how come the last three pairs of shoes that our child has, our, I bought, and I haven't seen any shoes come back from your house that aren't mine. Or I have all these diapers. Why are you asking me for diapers? But yet you're paying child support and like, what are you using the money on? And we got in this discussion and it's come up before. I absolutely think that child support should get paid on a card on a prepaid card. Now, if that parent has to pay the $3 service fee a month, fine. And I think that both parents should have access to that card. I don't think that, since my friend is paying his ex, I don't think he should have access to use it. That's not what I'm saying. But I think he should create his own individual PIN where he can log on, PIN or password, whatever, log on, And see where the money goes. Number one, he can see where it's deposited to make sure it actually, if it's coming out of his check or if they have some other agreement. So so they both have records of it so nothing comes back to bite each other down the road. Number two, you can see what it's being used for, what it's being used on, and where the money is going. How is it benefiting your child? If she is using this card at a nail salon, that should come up in court. You got proof. If, you, if she is using this card to buy Ubers and tickets to whatever, clothing stores that aren't for kids, going to Victoria's Secrets, your daughter's one. You know what I mean? That doesn't go to your kid. That should come up and be like, no. And that, and that person, that woman should get, or or man, should get penalized. Because I think it's crazy that they're so adamant to take the money out of a parent's paycheck. Whatever the agreed upon amount was, 200, 300, whatever. So fast to do it and so quick to penalize that parent if they miss a week or if there's a delay, even if it isn't their fault, Let's say the government messes up because God knows they do. Then you have to go back and, and prove that you didn't mess up. And during that whole time, you're getting a hit on your credit report. You're getting extra money taken out. Like it's a mess. But they're so adamant about that. But they are not. They could care less what the money goes to, where it goes to, how it's spent. But they're looking out for the child That's their thing. We're looking out for the best interests of the kid. We want to make sure that blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, you got the woman or man, because some women pay child support, over there going on trips, getting their nails did, getting their hair cut, buying new lingerie, and nobody cares. Bills aren't paid. Kid doesn't have shoes. Kid doesn't have diapers unless the other parents bought bought it for him. What, What kind of logic is that? Like, seriously, how is that fair? And he was telling me that he, he automatically they agreed to have it come out of his paycheck so that he didn't have to worry about it. So 
biweekly or however he gets paid X amount. They don't take it all out at once. If he owes $450 a month, it's broken up. So if he gets paid biweekly, then half will come out one week and half will come out another, something like that. I don't know. And he was talking that he wanted to do it that way so he didn't have to ever, ever worry about it. It's almost like taxes or insurance money. Just It was handled. And if there was any issue on his ex's end, she would have to go to the state, you know, to deal with that, to talk to them about, hey, I'm not getting my money on time or it's not deposited or what have you. But what happened was, This is so jacked up. He used his vacation week on top of his paycheck. I don't know how that worked out, but they said that he could do it like whatever. So because of that, it was almost like he had an extra week of pay. They took the money out. They took whatever percentage they would have taken out for one week. Like if he had missed a week's worth of work, they took that money out. So he ended up paying like on one paycheck, like all of it for the month almost. But then the next paycheck, because he had a legitimate paycheck, they took it out again. She almost got double. I mean, I don't know if it's double. As if they created another week. And he's like, what the heck, dude? And and they were like, well... At the end, if there's any discrepancies, then, you know, you'll be credited this or you'll just be owed this. And he's like, well, who's going to pay me? You? Do I have to wait for it? Do I have like, so when his kid finally turns 18 and, and let's say there's supposed to be $20,000 by then, it's got a lot more and it's 21000 paid, then he's overpaid $1,000 and he's supposed to get that paid back by who? The government? Like how long? Meanwhile, his ex is doing whatever she wants, barely seeing the baby, and he still has to pay her. And he's buying all the diapers, he's buying clothes, because every time the baby comes back, it's in something, an outfit. That he bought, which I understand that degree because it's got, you know, if you're trying to get clothes back to the house, you know, because clothes are expensive and all that. But every time you're telling me every single time this woman is just trying to be nice, I think we got to be able to track that better. I don't think it's fair at all. I think it's, I think it's complete BS that you can track where the money comes from how it gets there, but you're not going to what, uh, track what the other person spends it on and penalize them if they're not spending it on the kid? At least produce receipts. If you don't want to do the visa thing, then produce a receipt. Upload a receipt to an account every month that says, take a picture of it, boom, this is the food. These are clothes. Uh, I paid with utilities. I paid electric. Uh, I paid our house payment. I paid our rent. I mean, at least that would look like something. But isn't that crazy? It's so funny to me how the priorities are just so jacked up. And they just get so penalized for it. So many people get screwed by that. Meanwhile, you got the other 
parent, whether that be father or mother, just going around doing whatever they want. Unbelievable. Crazy. Well, guys, that's it for me today. I cleaned out my closet. Be back next week with a Thanksgiving episode. Talk about Thanksgiving. Talk about some Thanksgiving stories from my childhood. Some of the things that I remember. Talk about how I feel about it now. What do I do now? What do we do now? Traveling. Some experiences I had when I traveled. Some fun Thanksgivings and some really just blah ones. And kind of where I'm at on the whole Thanksgiving turkey situation. But let's talk about it next week on the Life of an Average Joe podcast.